Super duty tough work. We're in the building. Yep. Printnificence. Illogic. Doing what we do every week. You know. This uh last week, you know, if you listen to the audio version of this podcast, you probably feel like we skipped a week. Technically, we didn't skip a week. You know, we did something special last week uh, for the YouTube channel. Uh, we didn't record an episode last week because Elijah had like root canals. Uh, surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't talk. Couldn't talk at all. This man was was down bad. He was down bad. And so uh, we didn't do no uh, the regular audio version. But what we did do, and this is for those of you who listen to audio and don't know about the YouTube channel. I did something called the Artist Advice Hour. And this is a live stream that I, I did where I basically got on YouTube live and with this, with the uh, sole intent of uh, helping artists, you know, so I invited artists to come onto the live stream, onto the chat, uh, to email me questions and to uh, join me for audio calls via Zoom. And, you know, I got to say it went pretty damn well. It did. You know, and so... And as, you know, promoted it, what, two days ahead of time. And, you know, we didn't promote it uh, on the audio version to let people know. So uh, we're going to do that more in the future because it was very well received. A lot of artists stopped through, you know, said what up. And so in the future, you know, we're going to do it, but with more advance, maybe like a week advance. And it would be ideal if we just let y'all know when we're going to do it on these audio things. So, you know, okay. Boom, I heard this on Monday on whatever Thursday or whatever they do it. There's going to be another one of these. And so that's the artist advice hour. If you missed it, you can go to our YouTube page, which is super duty. I'm sorry, which is youtube.com backslash super duty tough work. And you can listen to the whole watch the whole episode with the chat replay and you can see the engagement and just see the feedback and just join the community. You know, I feel it's very it's a very community focused thing we want to do with that. And so I hope you all will continue to uh, check it out and rock with us, man. And, uh, you know, we'll do it a lot more often because the feedback was good and people seem to be saying, please do this more often. So, uh, you know, a logic stop through. Big Stowe stopped through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hubert, uh, uh, a.k.a. G-A-M. You know what I'm saying? Grown-ass man. He stopped through. Hubert Sawyers. You know, and chopped it up with me on the phone. Uh, it's a lot of good questions. A lot of good, you know what I'm saying? So uh, we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. And uh, stay tuned for that. So this week, though, you know, we got a topic that was actually given to us by a friend of the show. And a graphic designer of the host of the show, mm-hmm. Mr. Ill Poetic, former Ohio, uh, Ohio native, I should say, former Ohio resident. But, uh, you know, last week on my Twitter, I asked uh, for topics for the show. And we ended up not recording because my man had a root canal. But I got the topics. <laughs> and it was some good suggestions. And uh, one of the suggestions was from Ill Po, and his suggestion was, how do you focus on your craft without becoming consumed with your craft? Real shit. Yeah. Anybody that's been committed to their craft knows that there's a fine line you walk where you love doing it. And then it's the, all, the only thing you think about. Mm-hmm. 
And once you cross over that line, it's kind of hard to go back to the, you know what I mean? It's like, nah, I'm just consumed with this shit. Yeah, unless you got unless you got a wife that snap you back into place. <laughs> Put that down. You get slapped in the face. Hey, we got bills to pay. <laughs> hey, kids need to be raised. Hey, household. Hey, Mr. Artist Man, come on back over here to the earth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wives will do that to you. <laughs> Yeah. so you know that's probably should have that'll be our bonus uh bullet point on this joint uh having a wife <laughs> <laughs> having a family to take yeah. care of yeah. yeah yeah you can you can only go so far with this shit um but yeah so we're going to talk about that today we're going to talk about you know how to practice your craft without being consumed with it and uh we'll take a break and we'll be right back work we got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come closer, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Super Duty Tough Work, back in the building. Yup. How to practice your craft and go hard at your craft without being consumed with it. Tip number one, set limits. Now there's different types of limits. And so we're gonna talk about that, but understand that the reason you can become consumed with some of the stuff you do, you know, we do is because you don't have nothing to stop you from doing it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you don't have a hard and fast time that you go to bed every night, no matter what, You'll just keep working. I will. I have periods in my life where when I'm working on an album, my bedtime is like 4.30 a.m. It's crazy. Me too. I don't have... I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, nah, I was just saying me too. I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's like, I don't have nothing to say. Stop working on this. It's just like, nah, it ain't done yet. I'm staying up until I can't work no more. About 4.30, I'm like, okay, that's it. I know I've done everything I could do today. And then we start going to bed. But the reason this happens because, you know, we don't really have a limit at that point. You know, if you don't have limits to how you work on your craft, you're going to continue to work on it. And you're going to work on it to some degree to pass the point of your maximum productivity. And that's something people don't think about. Just because I'm working on something till 430 in the morning don't mean I'm doing my best work at 430 in the morning. If you know what I'm right. saying. Right. And so you have to set limits. One of the ways we set limits is we set limits with the time. And by time, I mean duration. You know, how long 
am I going to work on this today? And you have to reconcile that with how long do I need to put in to get anything done? Mm -hmm. Right. So for me, my sweet spot for things I do now when I'm not like deep in that finishing stage of an album is like an hour and a half. 90 minutes. I can it's, it's just long enough for me to get past the bullshit stage where I'm just ah, I want to start. I'm still surfing the net. I'm just goofing off. I'm kind of maybe starting to beat listen and into where like an hour in I'm I'm killing shit. Mm -hmm. And I know that I can say if I stop right now, I got something done. Yeah. But then an hour and a half, I'm like, okay, cool. I can end it a day and say, you know what? I did a hard hour and a half, 90 minutes on that. I got something done. I can start with tomorrow. I feel great. Yeah, I usually give myself like two to three hours because that first hour, I'm kind of bullshitting. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Like that first hour, I'm like listening to beats that have nothing to do with what I'm doing. You yep. know, like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going through YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like yep. just trying to figure out exactly what I'm going to do if I don't have a, you know, succinct thing that I'm working on. Yep. And then, like you said, like take me about a half hour to an hour to get in a groove and then that last hour, I'm like really cooking yep. to where, you know, I don't want to stop, right. but I probably should because I know, like you said, like I'm probably past the point where, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's going to be good still. Yeah. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. And then once you get past that point, you just start, you're really just like obsessing over small shit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, cause that first hour, once you get to that hour, it's like, okay, you got your idea. You're into the meat of whatever you were doing and it's solid. Mm -hmm. It ain't the best, you know what I mean? But it's like you got enough of a foundation where you can come back fresh the next day and do even better and wrap it up. And so, yeah, that last 30 minutes, you know, you, you don't need to keep going. And so what happens when we get consumed is that we just keep going, man. Mm -hmm. We make it past that 90 minutes, past that hour, look up four hours, five hours. We've been sitting in the same chair. You know, ain't ate, forgot about food, not answering our texts and calls, just consume with it. You know, I, I've done it. I fucking slept in the goddamn studio. Like couch over there. I I work till 430. Then I walk right over to this couch two feet away from where I'm making beats and writing that. Throw a sheet over my body and sleep till 9 a.m. Do it again. Yep. Do it all over again. That's that's when you consumed. You don't. I don't even leave the room. You know, and uh, but that's not really healthy. Yeah, what I what I did when I was mixing my uh, my EP, I would I wouldn't necessarily give myself a time limit, but I would only work on one song a day. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? To where like once I'm done, once I got that song to a point where I'm ready to go listen to it in the car, mm -hmm. play it in a couple you know different systems, then I'm done for the day. Like yes. I'm, even though I got time, I can go and listen to another song and start working on another song. Like I just give myself that one song to where I can concentrate and focus on that. And once I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. Smart. You know what Very I'm saying? Smart. And then I go back and take notes and maybe work on that song again tomorrow if, if it's not where I think it should be. But yeah, know. that's real smart. I do that when I'm in my mixing stage. I'm not as good at that when I'm in the early stage. I definitely be uh, jumping oh, around yeah. early. Oh yeah. Early, you know. early stage. Yeah. I was yeah, in I mean. the mixing stage. So I Yeah. But when <laughs> you're writing place. songs and yeah. you know, making beats and stuff. Yeah. All yeah, over the place. Nah, you know? All over the place. Well, yeah, once I start actually uh getting to the, my mixing stage and post production, it's like, like you're saying, 
I have a list. And it's like that song, all the issues you have with that song or questions, that's all you're doing today. Mm-hmm. And then it gets a little more focused. And, and then at that point, like you're saying, if you get it done early, you can be done or you can move on to the next song. But you know that you did what you set out to do that day. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I agree. That's like an output limit, you know. Uh, but, yeah, the more limits you have, the easier it will be to stop yourself from becoming consumed with it. And then just going so far as to like you're spending time is not productive. You know, you don't have the, the balance you need and what you're doing. And you just lose your effectiveness. And so that's number one. Number two. Uh, and this is kind of what we alluded to earlier. Uh, two way to to focus on your craft without being consumed with it is to stop and start on time. Like setting a limit don't mean nothing if you don't adhere to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like you can have all the yeah, I'm gonna go and work on just this one song. Yeah, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna just do one hour today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't gonna jump around. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm just I'm gonna look. Hey, look. Nah, it means nothing if you don't enforce the shit. Three hours later. Three you're... hours later. <laughs> you're still doing the same shit. No change. None. You just, uh, nah, forget that limit. Forget that limit. And one thing, I definitely have fallen victim to where I'll go past the limits I set in the past. Mm-hmm. I don't do that anymore now. Now I'm... I, th- I think the reason that we go past those limits and we don't stop and start on time is kind of like this whole like it's almost like a scarcity type thing. You know, we have we, we have a scarcity mentality as it relates to the availability of our time. Like I got to get this all in today because I don't know when I'm going to be able to do it again. Right. Yeah. Whereas the more disciplined you become, you stop to you stop worrying about when you'll be able to do it again because, you know, I can carve out. It's a priority to me. I'm disciplined enough to carve out one hour a day and get the same work done over a month that would that I would have got, you know, just obsessing about this. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, the older I've got, the more I've been, uh, uh, I've been better about just enforcing the stop times. Yeah. Like we talked about the timer on here before. Like I got the cooking timer and that really helps me during the day. I set it to either 60 minutes or 90 minutes when I'm working on certain things. And it's usually the things where I know I'll just keep going if I don't use it. And sometimes it can be a confidence thing, too, because if you're in a groove, I don't know if I'm going to get this groove back tomorrow. So I'm going to keep going True. past the time that I should be. If you got confidence in your skill and you have put in that practice and put in that work, then it's not going to be no thing for you to get up and come in when you're supposed to the next day mm-hmm. and still be on, you know, somewhat that same level, you know, yeah. of skill and talent and everything. If you have that, you know, confidence in what you do. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And then when I, writing is I have a hard time putting down writing when I'm. Because, yeah, the writing, once that's flowing, it's like, I don't know. So you want to stop this if I'm really in right. my bag. I I might go over that limit a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, that's different. Writing is different because sometimes you kept your lightning in a bottle and you you just got to keep going. You can't stop. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, with the production, everything else, video, all of that, it's like I got to just put it on a time limit and be like, look, you're not going to get it all. You know, it's like uh, I heard of one basketball, you know, sports analogy. Just, you know, just just get on base. Right. Just put your ball on the bat. 
Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you're bad on the ball. And then you'll basically, if you, if you focus on just that, instead of hitting home runs every time out, swinging your hardest with the intent to smack everything out the park, you know, that's not the way you do it. But we do that with our art a lot of times, you know, like being consumed with your art is like trying to hit a home run every day, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to just putting your bat on the ball. You know, when you show up for an hour, hour and a half, two hours, and you just say, look, I've done my best focused work for two hours. I'm cool with that. You've basically put your bat on the ball, man. You got on base. Next day, take second base. Next, you're going to end up back. As long as you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to end up back home anyway, scoring. Right. But if you keep swinging hard, you're going to strike out. Yeah. The all or nothing approach. So, yeah, that's number two, which is start and stop on time. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. I've been talking about it a while, but it's finally here. My new book, The Social Media Cheat Code. If you're an artist, creative, or entrepreneur, this book is for you. I've been a full-time artist for almost 20 years, and a majority of that time has been spent online building my following. I've learned a lot of lessons, and all of those lessons are in this book. What days and times are best to post? What elements make a post work or fail? How to organically get more engagement? How to use current events to grow your following? How to automate your posts? How to repurpose your content? How to sell more products? And much, much more. No complicated jargon, no fluff, just common sense techniques that you can use and apply immediately. If you're tired of guessing and ready to step up your social media game, head on over to waitlist.net right now and order your signed copy today. Peace. We're back. Super Duty Tough Work. Most infamous podcast on planet Earth. If you ain't got your Super Duty Tough Work t-shirts, slipping G. Missing out. Come on, man. The most infamous, man. Red and black joints. You know what I mean? We're at the mob deep. We out here. Get your shirts. Weightless.net. You know. Uh, new books is out. Products and services and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? products and services <laughs> fuck with your boys <laughs> so this week we talking about how to focus on your craft without being consumed with your craft number three thing is to live a balanced life this is probably one of the most underrated things we're going to say on here but it's the most important because the truth is you can't become too consumed with anything if your life is balanced. Right. You just don't have the time to sit around and work on beats for 12 hours a day. Exactly. You got to yeah. have other shit to do. <laughs> do something else. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't got no choice. Right. You got, you got healthy relationships all over the place. People you might talk to on the phone. Mm-hmm. People you might see in public. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like jobs. You know, just places you have to go, people you have to, you, you live a balanced life. You know what I mean? You probably work out. You know what I mean? You stay in shape. You probably like to read, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just all the study, all the things that people do have hobbies outside of your craft. Oh, yeah. I'm, I like doing this. I like collecting this. I like going here. I got this group that I meet with every now and again, whatever you have. All of those things we just mentioned are things that people with balanced lives have. Mm-hmm. They cook dinner. They sit at, down at tables and eat it. They don't eat in a studio every day. 
Yeah. <laughs> when I'm working on an album, that's oh man, it's so eating bad. in the studio. Yeah, Taya be bringing me fun food downstairs because she know I'm not coming up. You know. Yeah, it's wild, but it's it's true. It's like the the balance just leaves when you get deep into that thing, man. But it's people who have more balance are less likely to become so consumed that it just you know takes over their life. So the the the, the thing here is like you have to look if you want to not be consumed. If you want to, if you feel like you can't like get away from it and you're always working on it you probably don't have a balanced life you need certain things like i have to invent certain things every now and again to keep me away from this shit Mm -hmm. like oh man what's that oh man let me learn how to make a dress shirt and then do a wrap but it got everything to do with balance right you know so now I got like sewing class and I have a sewing teacher and now I'm over there with the fucking sewing community and the sewing hive talking to all the ladies are, hey how you doing today hey how you doing hey your shirt looks great it's just a different it's different it's balanced mm-hmm. it's things that grown ups do they're like yo I'm just gonna learn and join a sewing group because it's 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 fun and it's just like not this yeah gives me things to do that have nothing to do with the craft which can consume me um you know, from that to sports, uh, we all have things that we like to do that ain't got nothing to do with our craft. And if you want to be truly healthy, you got to you got to put some balance in your life. Yeah, it's hard sometimes, though. But yeah, you got to. You ain't got no choice. Yeah. Yeah. If and, you want to be healthy. That's the thing, because we don't want there to be no uh, no uh, misconception about this. And this, this is the fact that, like, there ain't nothing physically healthy about being super duper consumed with your craft to the point to where you neglect other areas of your life. Mm-hmm. That's not good. That's that hurts your craft. It hurts you developmentally. You know, you start seeing these people who, uh, you know, they, they'll talk about how they make music every day. They make so many songs, but then they be fucking miserable. Mm hmm. Hell, this sounds like some shit from motherfuckers said to me on Twitter the other day. I made a thousand songs in a year and I released 10 albums and I wrote a novel and I'm still miserable. Where's your balance? Mm-hmm. I don't want to write no fucking thousand songs in a year. Right. Why the fuck would I want to do that? I like going outside. I got to cut my grass, man. Like, <laughs> I got other shit to do. What's going to happen to my landscaping? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true though <laughs> you know, I need to clean my house I yeah. need to you know I want to go on a date you know yeah, what I'm saying can I like, go out with a little cute little girl right now yeah. hey hello right hello <laughs> the, the group was spinning last night I want to go see my man play some records right right is, it, right. That, is that okay it's like hey I just want to go visit my family I'm going to go Florida for you can't do that when you're doing that other shit like that it's like people just think more, 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 more. The answer is always more. The answer isn't always more. The answer is better. You know, no one cares if you're if you create a bunch of shit that no one cares about. Mm-hmm. Until you get to the point to where that time is spent more effectively. You know what I'm saying? Then you're just spinning your wheels because at the end of the day, this is still a product that the people got to either like or not like. Yeah. So me spending 24 hours down here don't mean shit. If what I'm creating is not something that people fuck with and then I'll end right. up resenting this shit. 
Yeah, like it's it's um I'll draw a parallel. It's like it's like the music industry right now. Like, you know, when we were growing up, there was balance. You know what I'm saying? There was Tribe Called Quest and there was Ghetto Boys. There was, you know, like there was balance to the industry, to what they played on the radio, mm-hmm. to now everything is drugs, guns, and girls. Yep. And that's all that you hear on the radio. So it sounds very it's the same stuff and which is why, you know, the music music isn't as good as it used to be. Because yeah. there's no balance. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so you gotta have that same balance in your fucking life. Like mm-hmm. anything you do too much of is just not good for you. Right. You know, like most of us got into this art because we loved it and it was actually an escape from other shit we had going on. Right. Then the deeper you get into it, the more time you start putting into it, you find your path, you start getting into a groove. And then, you know, your obstacle isn't, you know, how how do I find more time for my craft is how do I balance my life? So my craft isn't the only thing in my life. Right. That's my biggest challenge every day. My challenge is not whether I can work on beats every day. Or whether I can write rhymes or make a song every day. That's not the challenge anymore. The challenge is how do I create a life that's balanced enough to where I'm still happy making music and all my other shit gets done. Mm -hmm. I still get to talk to people. I have phone conversations with people. I have reasons to leave the house. I'm not just stuck in this room all the time. You know, I spend weeks on end not coming in here. You know, Mm -hmm. I'll come in here, record this, but I don't be here working on music every day, you know, because I need balance because I know how hard I go when I'm really deep into something and I'd be damn near living in this room. So I have to create balance when I'm not during, when I'm not in those times. And so live a balanced life, man. That's number three. Number four way to focus on your craft without becoming consumed is to have friends outside of your passion. Yes. You know, those people you think you can't relate to because they don't know nothing about rap. Mm-hmm. And people you think is too old to understand you, the people you think is too young, the people on your block who you feel like you ain't got nothing in common with, you need them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need all of them. All of them. <laughs> and the reason you need them is because if all you do is hang out with people who do what you do, it becomes so much easier to be consumed with what you do. Yeah, because that's all you talk about. That's all you think about. You meet up with your friends. You're talking about music. You meet up with, you know, you go here. You're talking about music. You go there. You talk like it's it's horrible. This is this is why also like I would never want to date an artist. Bruh. You know what I'm saying? I would never want to date somebody that raps or sings because that's Hello. all we would talk about. Hello. <laughs> You know, I mean, to each their own. There, I know there's some people that that hey. have those kind of relationships that work, but for me, I couldn't do it. Like, I yeah. would be completely out of balance because that's all we do. That's all we talk about. You know, I yeah. wake up, she writing a rhyme. She wanna, you know, I I need to record this verse. You know what I'm saying? She like on your studio equipment, you gotta wait yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, man. Can we can we go to dinner and not talk about rap? Yeah, you know, like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, over the years, when I was younger, I was like, I want a girl who does what I do. What I do. She got to be able to get me. She needs to be an artist too. Now I'm like, I want to. You know, all these requirements you be having. You're like, yeah, I went to college. She got to have a college degree just like me. Mm-hmm. She got to be like me. She got to be in, in, into this. I'm like, no, no. After she doing need her own things, thing, yeah, she yeah. need her own thing. I need to be able to escape from my thing into her things. 
Mm-hmm. Like the and easy, vice versa. Yeah. Like, yo, we can't both have that artist energy. It don't work, man. Uh, so it's like you need some practical people around who you date, your friends. I got friends who don't got nothing to do with none of this shit. Mm-hmm. They don't be caring about my albums like that. Yeah, they don't be coming to my release parties or shows. But I talk to them all the time. You know what I mean? They'll check. Hey, how's it going over there? Oh, it's cool, man. I got this. Okay, cool, man. But we don't be talking about the art like that. We talk about right. everything else. And over the years, I've realized that. I need those people. I got enough artist friends. I can't. I, there's no way for me to become an artist, to stay an artist. I'll keep making artist friends for the rest of my career. Right. If it's one thing I'm not worried about is meeting more artists. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> as long as we do this, we'll meet more artists. Mm-hmm. We'll make more artist friends. The other people is, is what you need in your life, man. You know? Like now I think I have a, a, a healthier balance because I don't live near no artist, man. I live yeah. outside of where auto shows is played. I'm way out in the cut. Deliberately. I knew I had to do that when I moved back. Like, yo, dude, you need to get off in the cut because you don't want to be too close to this shit. You don't want to be living down the street from the venue and you can walk there and go kick it in. His com- nah, man. Have some separation from the whole thing and then maybe you can find some balance and kick it with some people who do regular shit kick it with some mm. people who are plumbers and electricians and you know what i mean contractors and right you know what i mean regular people with regular yeah. jobs and yeah got their cdls and drive for a living you know what i mean like can you talk to those people because right. if you can talk to those people and kick with those people chances are you're gonna have a very balanced life this is why i like hanging out with my brothers because they don't got they don't they don't do none of this shit. They don't right. got nothing to do with it. And we can go out, go bowling, and music won't even come up. Yeah. That's the shit. <laughs> you know, it's so great. That's the shit. That's the shit. So that's number four. So we'll take a break and we'll be right back. To all loyal listeners of the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, our brand new t-shirt is here. We've had hoodies in the past, but never t-shirts. So we decided to bust out a brand new design for our first t-shirt, which is the most infamous design. The shirt pays homage to Mob Deep's debut album, The Infamous, but flips it and bounces it like y'all know we do. If you wanna support the podcast and rep the squad by ordering a shirt, go to waitlist.com net quick note this shirt is sold exclusively with pre-orders of the new book the social media cheat code so you can pick up the sign book and a t-shirt at the same time that's it for now we appreciate your support back to the show all right folks we back super duty tough work you know, talking about how to not be consumed with your craft for all the people who are too consumed with your craft. And, uh, you know, we got two more joints to go. You know, we ain't got a lot of bullet points this week. You know, we figured we, uh, you know, we hit y'all with a few quick drive by and uh, come back next week and finish the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got the six shooter. You know what yeah. I mean? We got the old yeah. school joint. Six shooter revolver joint. 
You know, we ain't got the, the fucking semi-automatic this week. Yeah, no clips this Mm-mm, week. No clips. You know, we had to put each one in there with by hand, you know. Um, so yeah, we got number five way to focus on your craft without being consumed with it is to take proper time off. This is so important. Yes. People think that they that I mean, I get it. Art is fun. Like we love the craft. And for the majority of us, if you love what you do, you can do it all day, all night and just you love it. But the problem is that you still need time off Mm -hmm. because oftentimes if you're super duper consumed with it, working on it, four, five, eight, ten hours a day, you don't really know that your other that other areas of your life are lacking. You don't know that your productivity has slipped because you're sitting there so long that, yeah, you get shit done every day because you're working on it 10 hours a day. But because you haven't taken any breaks from it, you don't even have the perspective to see that your productivity ain't what it should be. Right. You know, and so you have to schedule time off. Put, I mean, if, if you got a situation where you can work on your shit and say, OK, once a month, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to go on a vacation. I'm not going to think about this shit. Shit. Every quarter I could do something once a year. I'm going to take, you have to do that. You know, I'm bad at taking vacations specifically. I take trips to see my family, but I don't take a lot of vacations Mm -hmm. and I think it's bad. I I don't suggest that to anybody, you know? Um, but I did take a vacation this year in March. You know, we talked about it. I spent a, a week. I went to Orlando, you know, kicked it with Swam and stayed with him and Da Vinci and their family and uh, did music every day and walked around and enjoyed the sun and ate good and went digging. It was a true vacation. Yeah. All I did every day was what I wanted to do. I stayed off social media for the most part. Um, only pictures I posted on social media was record stores I hit records I bought outside of that I just worked on music every day and I have never felt more refreshed when I came back when I got back from that that's when I was like health is wealth challenge we about to get right (laughs) right right (laughs) you know about to finish these LPs up y'all know what Mm -hmm. it's about to be this release schedule about to get real real on y'all I'm amped to go back to work and that was just one week off Mm -hmm. just one week you know, and but it was it was a week that I probably have needed for three, four years. Yeah, I probably, I probably needed that's that. That's real. That's you real. know, because I mean, when I got done touring in 2018, I didn't take a vacation after that tour. I relaxed at home because I toured for nine weeks straight. And that was 2018. And in 2018, I just started making beats, getting back to making music. So I was home working. So no vacation 2018, none 2019, 2020 stuck at home through the pandemic. 2021, it's like, yo, dude, you need a fucking vacation. Didn't know how much I needed it till I got there. Mm-hmm. Soon as I left and I knew that I couldn't do what I do every day or think about it, that shit, man, it felt immediately better. Immediately better. Hanging out with people that you really fucking love. It's like, yo, man, I don't have to sit here in this house and do that. This time off is much more important than I thought it was. And everybody needs that, you know? Yeah, other than, um, like, after... Um autopilot like after that came out i don't think i made another beat or recorded a song or anything until january mm. like i took november and december off just for the holidays and just <laughs> took that time off other than 
you know, us doing the podcast, like I didn't really come in my studio because mm. I needed that time because I've been working on that album for, you know, two, three years. You know, yeah. <laughs> so like I took a couple months to where I didn't think about, you know, doing any music or anything because I needed to I needed my brain to, you know, kind of take a rest from thinking in that in that realm. You yeah. Know? Yeah. People don't understand how tense it is, especially like because autopilot was the first record you produced mm-hmm. mixed mm-hmm. and you was on your promo heavy yeah so you ran your promotional campaign you had a lot of shit going on that required you to think every day yeah shooting videos yeah all, you know all that stuff yeah yeah you do everything so it's like that stuff people don't understand that there's a peace of mind that comes along with like recording your record and giving it to somebody else to put out yeah that's different different you can't be too consumed with it then even if you was consumed with the creation of it as soon as you give it away you get to step back and and disconnect a little bit but for those of us who are involved at every level of this shit it's very difficult to disconnect and very easy to be consumed with it so you have to take those those uh that time off yeah it's number five last joint number six you know and this is something that uh I've had to learn over the years is that I become, I I avoid becoming consumed because I restrict where I work. Mm. Now, obviously my goal is to be able to have a mobile setup and all that stuff ultimately, because I do want to be able to do the important things I do when I'm traveling, touring specifically. Right. Um, However, if I don't set uh, boundaries within my house, shit gets out of control. (laughs) It's like I have like a no laptop in bed rule Mm -mm. like my bedroom I mean granted I do have a a desk in there and a record player for making beats at that desk but my I don't get in bed to do nothing but sleep I don't get in bed to read books I don't get in bed to scroll on my phone I get in bed to sleep or have sex but I mean it's one or the other but it's not (laughs) right music sometimes it's both of those things but it ain't gonna be no sitting in bed on my laptop at 4am finding snares chopping up breaks (laughs) right right because that's what it turns into Mm -hmm. when you start doing when you start bringing that laptop to bed and 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 you start like oh let me just bring the tablet to bed let me just bring the phone to bed let me just once these things invade these spaces that you need to strictly be for resting you can't rest there no more like you used to. Yep. And so like, I have to make sure that in certain room, like I don't work on beats in my office. Oh I need, yeah, nah. Cannot bring no gear in there. Mm-mm. The only thing I'm allowed, I allow myself to bring is my headphones. So if I need to export something and send it to somebody, and, but I do not sit there and work on beats because eventually the work I do in that office will be compromised. I need that office to be for organizational stuff, administrational stuff, business stuff. In this room right here, creative stuff. Yeah. I have to have a separation of spaces, right? Like some people, they make beats. They'll be sitting on their couch making beats. They'll be sitting at the fucking, you know, they go out to Starbucks and make beats. Mm-hmm. They'll be everywhere working on music. It's like, man, I can't do that. I got to have some physical boundaries or else I'll get too consumed. And if you do that, then mentally it'll create 
something in your brain. When I'm in this room, this is what I'm doing. Yes. When I'm in this space, this is what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So even mentally, once you get into the habit of doing those things, like I'm pretty sure when you're in your office, you ain't thinking about nothing but office shit because that's yep. what you always do in that room. Yep. So once you cross that threshold and you know, all right, I'm doing this, you know, hour, two hours or whatever, shipping packages or, you know, yep. answering emails, whatever. Like that's where your mind is because you've programmed yourself to Thanks. know when I'm in this room, this is what I'm concentrating on. Like you have to set those boundaries and give yourself and create habits within yourself mm -hmm. to where your body even knows and your mind even knows that when I'm in my bed, it's time to go to sleep. <laughs> right. That's it. <laughs> That's it. We ain't doing That's nothing it. else in here. No, no. 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 Yeah. It's so it's so it's to the point now, like literally when I walk in my room, you get tired. I tip, I, yeah, I immediately start to relax and get tired. Like my body just starts to slump as I approach the bed. Like ugh. <laughs> And I just fall into that motherfucker, man. I'd be so happy. Dog, I get into the bed. Every time I get into the bed, I'd be like, yes. Mm -hmm. Ah, sleep. Like, I'd be saying this to myself because I just get excited about sleeping now. Yeah. Because I ain't sitting in there activating your, my brain. I mean, psychologically, there's a lot of reason to it. Because, like, if you think about, and any psychologist will tell you this, like, brain activity, uh, you have to to tamper that temper that slow that down when you get into bed and you want to relax the the it's almost impossible to sleep if you're doing activities to ramp up your brain activity right surfing the web makes you think it ramps up your brain activity you're reading all these things you know what i'm saying making beats it's a challenging mental exercise it, it, it doesn't prepare you for sleep it actually does the opposite you know and reading makes you sleepy just because you're physically doing it but it's still makes your brain work so like right. when i go into my room i want my brain to think ah i'm off mm -hmm. I, I get to i get to rest and i look at my bed and i ain't i ain't got no technology near that motherfucker i'm just going straight to bed plug my phone in on the other side of the room mm -hmm. and go to sleep and that's helped me a lot now i i, I will say some people think that like yeah, like, and look, I've had periods where I wrote in the bed. I get, I used to get some of my best writing done when I first wake up and, and sleep in the bed. But again, I would never attempt to write before I go to sleep. Right. You know what I mean? I would never sit in there. And I, and even now I've gotten out of that habit. I used to write in there exclusively. And I got out of habit for that reason is because I don't want my sleep to suffer by starting a habit of bringing stuff into that room that shouldn't be in there, man. Your room... You sleep, your, your bedroom should be for sleep. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, otherwise, yeah. you create another place, another opportunity to become too, uh, too consumed with your shit. Because then you leave the studio, you bring your laptop with you. Did you leave the studio? <laughs> right, right. You still got the studio with you. Yeah. You know, I'm off the clock. I'm going to sit in bed and wind down. But your brain is more active than ever. You worried about these problems. Are you really off the clock? Mm -hmm. You're never off the clock. You're no different than the person who, you know, who gets off work and, and, and dials in and does work for their job till 10 p.m. at night. Right. You're no different, you know, and, and I've lived that life, you know, so, uh, you know, physical boundaries are important. And that's it. That's it for the week. That's it for this week. I'm going to read them back, man. How do we focus on your craft without being consumed with it? Oh, shit. We forgot the bonus joint. Oh, yeah. Have Number a family. <laughs> 
yeah yeah logic added this one at the last minute yeah, the bonus joint is that having a family yeah having having a wife will stop you from doing all of this to consume with your art shit yeah because they will wake you up and yeah. bring you out of the studio and yeah. let you know that you got other shit that you need to take care of yeah where the diapers being changed people got to be taking places and driven all around yeah. people yeah. got to eat you know like having family around stops you from doing a lot of this shit you know, mm-hmm. that's the bonus joint. So let me read them back. Number one, set limits, uh, time limits and output limits. Number two, start and stop on time. Number three, live a balanced life. Number four, have friends outside of your passion. Number five, take proper time off. And number six, physical barriers, uh, no working in bed, couch, etc., etc. Bonus joint, have a wife. <laughs> Or family. <laughs> all right, that's it for this week, man. And uh, you know, we thank y'all for listening and watching. And uh, you know, if you're not on YouTube, get on our YouTube channel so that you can uh be put up on the next time we do the artist uh, advice hour. And uh, yeah, subscribe uh, everywhere. And we thank y'all. See y'all next week. Word. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. Huh?